0: And welcome to the Hand in Hand Show, where caregivers and survivors have honest discussions about stroke. We are a part of Stroke Focus Podcasts. This is Cam, your host. Hello, everyone. I'm Nancy Weckworth.
1: I'm the co-host of the Hand in Hand Show with Cam Compton today.
0: Today, I'm uh, in an interview with Mary Kelly, and she's the creator of the first series of coloring books. Uh, designed to celebrate family caregivers. She and a couple of caregiver friends create coloring books and blogs about simple self-care for caregivers at colormecaring.com. Marie is a former caregiver to her mother, and she lives with her adopted Pomeranian in Michigan. So, hello, Mary. Hi, Cam. How are you? I'm good. First of all, Coloring is one of my favorite things to do, oh. uh, and yeah, I color a lot. I have all kinds of, of stuff. I actually have a craft room from before my stroke. I don't use it as much now, but I still have it and have all my stuff. So yeah, wow. so
2: yeah, so what's your favorite coloring tool?
0: Well, gel pens number one. Oh yes, <laughs> you know, but I use watercolor pencils. I use colored pencils. I use, I've used markers. I haven't used crayons. I don't know that I particularly care for crayons anymore. I like more an, an adult approach to uh, coloring. But uh, those, those are some of my favorite things to use. And who knows, I probably have some others down in my room that I am not thinking about right now. So tell me just a little bit about yourself.
2: Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Michigan and uh, went to Michigan State University. And then my career took me to several other states, including in the South and out on the East Coast. And um, then about 10 years ago, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. I was living across country and um, decided it was time to come home and Make sure that I was close and that I could help out. So, I moved back. Um, I wasn't quite close close enough. I was living 300 miles away for a while, working full time and commuting every other weekend up to spend time with my mom and help out with help out my stepfather. And then eventually, I moved actually back to Michigan. And then quit my job to take care of my mom full-time until she passed away so I have uh, been kind of around the country done a lot of different types of jobs have always been a writer and been creative but caregiving I think is something that requires a lot of creativity well
0: in a lot of ways it does Even for yourself as an outlet, I mean, that's huge. Music therapy, art therapy, pet therapy, they all are wonderful. But I, in particular, like the creative end of things, no matter what. So how did this come about? Why did you decide to create coloring books for family caregivers?
2: Well, actually, it started because my aunt was in the hospital, and I was um, helping out with her last summer, And um, while she was in the hospital, I brought in some coloring books and uh, some coloring tools because I thought that way if people were visiting her, they would have something to do to occupy themselves. And my aunt told me how much she appreciated that because when people visit and they're on their phones – they're not really, it's kind of like they're not really there. Um, they, They can't really have a conversation because they're so involved in their phone or they keep getting interrupted by their phone. Their attention is really on the phone and not there keeping her company or engaging with her. But when people were coloring, they could actually carry on a conversation at the same time. And so my aunt really liked that. And then uh, my cousin and some of the other folks that visited really enjoyed it because it gave them something to occupy their mind besides worrying because, you know, when you're taking care of someone that you love and and they're in the hospital or they're in rehab or something, you spend an awful lot of time worrying (laughs) about them. (laughs) And um, it's, a, as you know, a really great way to to kind of zen out and lower your stress while you're also being creative. So I like to say that the way you can take care of yourself while you're taking care of someone else.
0: That's, you know, that's great because I do use – uh, coloring no matter what, when I'm extremely stressed and just sitting there, I don't know what it is about coloring. Maybe it takes you back to your childhood. I don't know. But it is very relaxing. Yeah. Uh, you know, no matter what you do, even if you just have a pencil and gray things out or something, it's still, it's still a relaxing type of activity. So what type of coloring books do you create?
2: Well, our first book is word art. It's called Be Here With Love. And um, that book is really based on the idea that I had when I was taking care of my mom. And I got very frustrated at one point. I was feeling very um, depressed because I felt like I, I couldn't solve it anymore. You know, I could only... Um, I said, I can only just be here with love. That's all I can do is just be here with love. And that started to be kind, become kind of a mantra for me. You know, I don't have to solve this. It's not solvable. I can just be here with love, and that's the most important thing I can do. And so that's the name of our first book, and it's filled with um, inspiring, encouraging phrases to color. Um, we we try to make our, our books not too difficult, not too complex to color. Um, and then our second book is called uh, Mandala Love, and it's filled with heart man- mandalas. They're all mandalas that have some kind of heart element in them. Okay. So,
0: um, you know, I do find that some of the coloring books that I have had are, are difficult to color and it's more stressful than <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just putting that out there because I <laughs> like simple. Um, but anyway, uh, so you kind of said this, uh, about how your products designed to help caregivers. And one was a kind of simplicity and, uh, things that, you know, they need to hear uh, maybe about themselves that, you know, uh, and things like that. But is there anything that you specifically want to say how your product is designed to help caregivers?
2: Well, I, I think that when, when my partners and I brainstorm about what we want to create, we think a lot about what would be helpful we really want to bring comfort to caregivers. We want them to feel good about themselves. We want them to feel like somebody's out there thinking about them too. And so I think that's really at the heart about of what we do when we create our books. And, you know, as I said before, we try to make them not too complex so that, you know, there are designs that Can someone can do in a shorter period of time? They can make their coloring as complex as they want, but they can also make it simple. So we don't want to bring any more stress to their life. Certainly,
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely, I understand that. (laughs) So basically, you get your ideas from from you and uh, other people uh, brainstorming about. Yes.
2: Yeah. We will we'll look at what's out there, what other um, coloring book artists are producing. You know, some of some of the more popular trends right now we feel are not really appropriate for us, like you know the sweary word coloring books. Although I'm, I'm, some caregivers might find that actually very appropriate
0: <laughs> at times.
2: <laughs> but um, you know, as I said, we we really think about what would be the most helpful to caregivers, what will inspire and encourage them um, when we we create. So we, we talk about that, what's most appropriate for the type of art that we produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then we settle on One Direction and kind of a theme for a book and go for it.
0: So your product basically is different because you're – targeting a specific audience more so I mean anybody can use it but you are specifically uh, going for caregivers and and so that they have encouragement and I don't want to say feel loved but kind of feel loved absolutely uh, you know um, so how long does it take for you to create a whole book
2: well, it takes us uh, probably three or four months to put together a book. A fair amount of that time is um, in the the designs for coloring. Those take um, you know can take quite a while to um, pr- to produce, and then um, laying out the book and figuring out a cover and getting the cover produced, and then of course all the the technical. Um, details there are a few more technical details than I actually anticipated when we embarked on this, but we're learning and we seem to be um, uh, getting a lot of good help and advice from other people. so:
0: Well, um, I want to welcome Nancy. Nancy Weckworth has uh, joined us now. Um, so I want to say hello, Nancy. Good morning, Cam. Good morning, Mary.
2: Hi, Nancy. Nice to see you.
0: Good to see you, too. So um, we just finished uh, the question about how long does it take for uh, Mary to create a whole book, um, and she's kind of expounded on that. uh, But what do you think is the hardest part of self-publishing?
2: Well, there are a lot more technical details, as I said, than we originally expected when we embarked on this. There's a Quite a learning curve in um, uh, figuring out how to use CreateSpace, which is how we produce our books so that they're available to be printed on demand. And then I I think also, um, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things to juggle when you're self published. Um, When you have a publisher, they take care of a lot of those moving parts, but when you're doing it yourself, you have to figure it all out and. Um, Try to get it all on a schedule and keep everything moving and not drop any balls.
1: Boy, I can attest to that. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I self-published my book, so I'm very familiar with that process.
0: So what's the most rewarding part of of self-publishing?
2: Well, I think the most rewarding part is you get to make the decision about what you want to produce for your customers. Um, You don't have a business person in the middle who's deciding, you know, what's most marketable or um, what's going to get the most attention or, um, you know, or changing your book because they think it should be one way, even though you think it should be a different way. You know, as you when you self- publish, you, you get to make the decisions, and um, you can be thinking most about what would be helpful to the people that you want to, to be buying the book. So the last question I'm going to ask you, and then I'm going to
0: let uh, Nancy ask some questions. We talked about my favorite coloring tools or, or the ones that I like to use. What is your favorite coloring tool
2: uh, well i 'm a i 'm a big um, coloring pencil fan. I really like coloring pencils a lot. Um, I tend to use this the Staedtler pencils, which are pretty popular but I also like gel pens as well. I, I, those are fun they get those bright you can get those bright colors with the gel right. pens and sometimes it 's a little bit easier with the gel pens so if you want to do something that's easy and colorful, you know, those are a great tool as well.
0: Right, and, and the, one of the reasons I use them is you have glitter gel pens, you've got neon colors, you've got regular colors, and, and they do go on a lot easier. But I, like I said, I still like watercolor pencils and colored pencils and uh, anything else I can find. Um, but Nancy, did you have any questions for Mary? Well, I'm enjoying
1: this conversation about the types of pencils that are used. I like to use colored pencils, too. But um, the gel pens, I agree, have beautiful colors. But one of the challenges with working with gel pens is that their their tips aren't very large. And it takes a long time to fill
2: in a space. Yes, True. I agree with that as well.
0: <laughs> True. I do, I do agree with that, too. But sometimes in some of the things that I have colored, you need a tinier tip or your pencil has to be really sharp to get into some. But I, I can you know. attest
1: to that because I use Mary's coloring books in my caregiver workshops and they all just love them. And they're they're beautifully designed, and a lot of the spaces are very small to color, and you can get very detailed, or you can use them as white space. And I, it was fun watch. it's always fun watching the caregivers work it out as to what they're going to leave as white space and what they're going to color. But I'm especially impressed with her books, because when the caregivers are in a workshop and we use them, all of a sudden, they forget their whole world of troubles and issues and challenges. And for... 15 or 20 minutes, however long I use them, they get to be five years old again, and they get to remember the joy of how it felt to be five. And that's, that's why I use them. It's, it's a, I use them as a respite party.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, there's just no bigger compliment than that, Nancy. Thank you.
1: Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you for your product, because I just love them, and all my, um, all my clients do, all my caregivers do too.
0: Well, I'm going to have to uh, get one or or both of these and check them out because I do like to color. Um, But at uh, Color Me Caring, you talk about simple self-care for caregivers.
2: What do you mean by that? Well, when you're a caregiver, there are lots of well-meaning people who um, will tell you and remind you to take care of yourself as well, which is very important. But I think um, when you're spending so much time taking care of someone else or sometimes more than one person, it's really hard to remember to take care of yourself. It's one of those things that just goes on the to-do list and sometimes just keeps getting moved from to-do list to to to-do list and never gets taken care of. I think it's really important that caregivers take small moments out to take care of themselves. You know, it, it, it's hard for a care a caregiver, especially a family caregiver, to get significant time away. You know, respite care is there and it's helpful, but you, you usually can't um, get that much respite care. But if you can take you know, an hour or sometimes even just 10 minutes to focus on yourself, to do something for yourself, to think about yourself, um, that's really almost more important than getting those big time blocks away because it allows you time to take a deep breath and to de-stress and um, it's, it's just so important for caregivers to um, think about themselves while they're taking care of their loved one. And so we want to help out with um, just simple ways that caregivers can get those little breaks in their day, how they can work them into their schedule and find ways to um, tap into their creative energy or their kid energy or um, just, you know, something that makes them feel taken care of.
1: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Five minute breaks are amazing. And I've done a lot of work with meditation. And there's, I used to study with this really great uh, meditation teacher who has since moved on to another realm. But we used to do, in class, we used to do two long meditations. We used to do five-minute meditations. And then we would even do one-minute meditations. And it's amazing what taking 60 seconds off and forgetting everything else can do for you mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I'm so grateful that I learned that. And Mary has a perfect tool here for doing that because you can sit down for five minutes in color. And it's just so amazing what you get out of it. And I agree. It's totally important that caregivers remember to do something every day, even if it's only five minutes.
2: Yeah, you're so right. And, you know, coloring is deceptively powerful. It, <laughs> you, you know, you think, oh, well, it's just a kid's tool or it's a, you know, something we did when we were a kid. But, you know, as you talked about, Cam, too, it's that Bringing that kid energy out, that creativity out is so important and it really makes a difference in, you know, how you view your life and how you view your caregiving duties when you can bring that kid energy to the surface now and again. I love the
1: concept of using the kid energy thing because kid energy is basically no responsibilities. And everything is fun, and you spend your day, enjoy playing. And when we color as adults, that emotion comes back to us, that joy, that freedom, that um, inspirational just time off where there is no responsibility. The freedom from responsibility for five minutes is just an amazing tool.
2: Yes, I, I agree with you. I was thinking about that um, when I was reading your book, Nancy, oh, and you, you were talking about um, like driving to the hospital and all the time that you had these internal dialogues going on, <laughs> and, you know, and I, I so relate to that because when you're caregiving, you spend so much time worrying um, and thinking and trying to plan and trying to anticipate and trying to do the right thing. And coloring gives you time to just stop and uh, kind of push that monkey mind aside and get
1: a little, get a little peace. You must uh, study Buddhist philosophy if you know the term monkey mind.
2: Yes. Yep. <laughs> I, I'd say I'm, I'm a little Buddhist. Okay. So what are you working on now? Well, we're working on a, uh, the next book, which is called Furry Fantasies. It's Ooh. Dogs and Cats, because we really feel that fur therapy is important. I'm a, I'm a dog um, lover, and um, one of my partners is a cat lover. So we've got both dogs and cats in the same book. So that should be out in, in May. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where can we get your coloring books?
2: Well, they're available on Amazon. And um, it, actually, if you, you can either go on Amazon and look for Mary Kelly. That's M-E-R-I-K-E-L-L-Y. Or if you search coloring books for caregivers, I think they'll come up as well because we're, we're basically the only coloring books that are specifically designed to celebrate caregivers.
0: Okay, so you've been to the Stroke Focus site. What would you tell people about Stroke Focus?
2: Wow, there's such a wealth of information there, and it's so well designed to be able to find different resources. You can tap into the wisdom of other people. You can find out about um, new research that might be coming out. You can... Find other types of resources, other blogs, or um, other sites that you can go to to get information. And I think that y- you've done an amazing job of organizing a lot of information and making it simple to navigate and use.
0: Well, thank you. Um, I want to say I think we're out of time now. So I wanna thank you for coming on, Mary, and giving us this information. Nancy, did you have any last questions or comments before we uh, go? I just wanna thank Mary and her amazing
1: amount of wisdom that she has put into her product because it is such a useful tool. And you, you wouldn't think that it would be this big of an effect on caregivers but I've seen it in my workshops. It's just amazing what happens in five minutes. And for Mary to have come up with this, I can't thank her enough for doing what she has done. And I hope to see many more coloring books from you.
2: Wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I also want to mention that if any of your listeners are interested in coloring, we also give away um, free coloring pages every month at Color Me Peering. So, if they go there, they can access those pages and share them with their caregiver friends. And if they belong to a support group, then they could print them out and take them along, other people to enjoy like Nancy does.
0: So is that colormecaring.com? Colorme caring.com. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mary. I wish we could talk longer because You know, anything artsy is like my thing, and I love it. But our time is up, and, you know, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very
2: much. Good to talk to you again, Mary and Kim. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye now.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Hand in Hand Show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to keep the discussion going, please join Stroke Focus, the social media website dedicated to stroke survivors and caregivers. Stroke Focus is S-T-R-O-K-E-F-O-C-U-S. Stroke Focus is a part of Walhalla, which in Mandarin means, I have survived. If you wish to be a part of the show or would like to be interviewed as part of the show, please contact us at contact at strokefocus.net.